you have the power to read people in a split second? Does it require any unique abilities? We have no means of knowing if someone is watching us or reading our behaviors. Face reading can help you in detecting and resolving that issue. Dr. Snyder will discuss all about face reading. He'll talk about how to interpret purposes lines and how to protect oneself from dark triads. Stay tuned and don't miss out. Tomorrow doesn't mean you're going to have a heart attack. It means you should probably spend a little bit more time paying attention to your cardiovascular health. You should spend a bit more time uh, in meditation and mindfulness so that you can kind of get your baselines a bit lower, so that you can respond to shock and, and surprise a little bit more appropriately. Right. So again, I see this a lot. If you have a poor diet and you have these markings, you really need to pay attention, right? Because that irregular blood pressure can really can really uh, wreak havoc on you. Okay. This is one I don't see as often as you might think, but um, it's something you should be aware of. Again, starting at the outer canthus, these are lines that travel in a diagonal from the outer canthus towards the bridge of the nose. We, could, we call these pain lines. Now, pain can be acute or it can be chronic. It can be something that they've had long-term or it can be just, you now they tweak their back and they're just walking around. Every time they walk, they, have a, they feel a twinge, okay? But these lines start at the outer canthus and they, they migrate along the undersurface of the eye towards the bridge of the nose. And of course, we talked about, uh, we talked about mania lines. If you see this, these people are, tend to be uh, a little bit on the borderline spectrum. They may be bipolar. Uh, they could just be manic, right? Uh, they could be psychotic, but, or on some stimulus. But when you see these lines, these are people who are a bomb waiting to go off, right? They'll be up at two o'clock in the morning tweeting. Um, they'll be tend to have uh, a grandiose sense of self. Uh, they may be hypersexual. Um, again, any, any, any of the symptoms of mania, uh, you, you may see these lines that start at the outer canthus and migrate up, okay? Um, again, before I go, those of you who are asking, uh, just to reiterate, um, our face reading webinar package expires tonight at 11.59 p.m. Uh, and you get your face reading for Fun and Profit Home Study Course valued at $1,497. And you also get the Identity by Design Hypnotherapy Home Study Course valued at $1,497. We're going to give that to you absolutely free. We're going to give you the Vibrational Healing Remote Influence and Energy Healing Made Easy Home Study Course, valued at $1,497. We're going to give that to you free. We're going to give you the People Reading for Fun and Profit Body Language Sequence Home Study Course, $997 value. The Lie to Me If You Dare How to Catch a Liar Crash Course, valued at $97. And for those of you among the first 25 to sign up tonight, you're going to get the NLP Power Mastermind Mentoring Group Practice Trial, valued at $594. We're going to give that to you absolutely free. Face reading for fun and profit level two, the pre-release version, $1,497 value. We're going to give that to you free. And you're going to get that free VIP super ticket uh, for face reading three-day virtual intensive. Or if you prefer, you can convert that to a super ticket that gets you into any single one of our, one of our live events in our 2021 or 2022 calendar, the $3,447 value. Um, Total value for the program is $11,123. You can get it all for one low installment of just $9.97, or you can break that up into three easy payments of just $3.97. And all you got to do to collect yours is go to www.davidsnydernlp.com forward slash face. davidsnydernlp.com forward slash face. 
And I want to just run real, I want to look at our YouTubers here really quick because they got a lot of cool questions. These are all good questions. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta circle back to my YouTubers shortly. Anyway, um, you can reach out to Stephanie and get that. Uh, let's go back to our motions. So the next, the next line I want to talk about is a transformation line. Now, transformation lines are diagonal lines, and these often manifest after you've gone through what we call a long dark night of the soul. So what that means is. Maybe you've gone through a time in your life where everything, you just had to work hard and you had to do a lot of soul searching and you had to dig deep just to get through it. And when you came out on the other side of it, you came out of it with an, a new understanding of yourself or some aspect of yourself that you couldn't have had any other way that kind of resulted in a spiritual epiphany. When you have those long dark nights of the soul, you, you have those awakenings you will tend to mark with diagonal lines that kind of emanate up from the third eye area at a diagonal, right? If you, if you're, if you lead a very spiritual life, a lot of meditative work, a lot of um, uh, introspective work, and you start to achieve varying degrees of enlightenment, you may start to develop what is commonly referred to as Buddha wings. Buddha wings are like little curved lines that emanate up from the third eye. If you look at the Dalai Lama, uh, when he's teaching, he tends to show these lines. So you see these a lot in high-level Buddhist monks, meditators, people who are really um, moving in terms of their spiritual evolution and growth. People who just go through long, dark nights of the soul and have some spiritual awakening that gives them some a, a deeper awakens, a deeper aspect of themselves. They'll mark with a verdict with a diagonal line. People who are getting ongoing spiritual work, they have Buddha wings. So almost like wings that come up from uh, from the third eye level. Now, the next couple of lines we want to talk about, these are, I see these so much, and these are really, really, really important, okay? Um, when we look at people's foreheads, and especially the area between their eyebrows here, this area is commonly referred to as Father's Blessing area or the seat of the stamp. Not eat of the stamp, seat of the stamp. And one of the reasons that they call it this was because um, this is the area where a lot of your psychic abilities or your, your intuitive perception comes in. But this is also an area that marks very, very strongly based on the influences you had from the dominant masculine uh, caregivers in your life, the people who you, uh, you idolized, the people who played that parental role for you. When you see two lines here, this is somebody who is demonstrating a high level of irritation, annoyance, or impatience. Um, these things, the mark. These are people who get tend to get angry easy. They tend to be very frustrated. They don't like the, you know, they come to a red light and uh, the light turns yellow and, you know, they're gunning the engine or, or whatever. If you see a single line, and this is where we get into um, for Sky's benefit and for other people who are actually interested in trauma work or things of that nature, we talk about Jing blockages. Sometimes when you look at a person's face, you will see one thick line or one, one line going right down the middle. In Chinese face reading, we call this particular marking a suspended needle. If it's really big, we might call it suspended dagger or sword. 
Now, the reason this marking comes about is usually due to repressed anger. I need to explain this. Usually towards the, uh, the dominant masculine. Now, I do need to explain this, okay? So when you see someone with a marking right here, what has happened in their life is that at some point in their life, they got really mad, like really mad. And they acted out, they acted on that anger. And for whatever reason, when they acted out that anger, they got severely punished for it. You could say this was a form of trauma. They got punished so severely that in their mind, at the unconscious level, they made an active, deliberate decision to never express that level of energy ever again. Okay, this is a very strong wood or liver associated area. So when we express anger, it tends to pop here. When you see this line, you've, you've, you're looking at someone who's literally taken, if this is the, the sum total of their achieving energy, right? They've literally taken a, a, a metallic block and cut it in half. And so, and it's usually derived as, a, as some interaction between a masculine energy, the, the dominant yang energy in a person's life. So it's usually father, son, son, father can go either way. If, there, if it's an organization, it could be towards the executive aspect of that organization. But basically what this, what this tells you is that at some point in that person's life, they expressed their anger and they got punished for it. And they made a decision to never let that express that level of energy again. Now, on one level, that sounds perfectly okay. You expressed your anger. You got mad. You, did, you crossed a boundary. Not going to do that anymore. But here's the thing you need to understand. The liver energy of the body, the wood element of the body, is the achievement energy of the body. So if you have a marking here, you have a vast reservoir of achievement energy that you are refusing to express. This will almost always manifest in some form of self-sabotage, an inability to move beyond a certain point of achievement in your life. So unless you go back and you clear up the energy behind that marking, you will, you will find yourself blowing yours. You will, you will get to a certain level of success and you will either stop dead, you won't be able to get any further, or you will get to a certain level and you boom, you will get knocked back to square one. Or like one of my old colleagues, used to, he used to brag that he have, he's had 25 different careers because he would get to, he never saw it this way or as an aspect of this marking, but he had a massive one. He would get to a certain degree of achievement or attainment and then he would blow himself up. He would literally change careers or sabotage the relationships with the people he worked with and he would have to leave that job. Okay, so if you have this marking and the deeper it is and the longer it is, the more energy you have that you're not using and it will come back to bite you at some point in your life. It will, and it will manifest as an inability to move forward. Now, if you know the transformational triad, you know, color breathing, magic frame, energy spinning, you know, somatic search engine concept, you can you can blast these things. You can get rid of them. Right. If you understand classical face reading and reframing. You can reframe it and, and have them resolve that anger towards that, that member of the opposite sex, and it'll go away, right? It'll start to fade. But if you don't, you will consistently self-sabotage, right? Now, every now and then, you're going to see someone with a, a marking that looks like this. When you see someone with three lines like this, what you're seeing is somebody who has come to terms 
come to terms with their anger or impatience and can now manage it. Okay, so if you see three lines, this person may still get, have bouts of temper, but they manage it much, much better than someone who just has two lines, right? So again, in this case, three is better than two. Now, the next line I wanna to talk to you about also manifests as a result of anger or trauma. This line is called a disempowerment line. I don't like to use the word disempowerment because I don't think it accurately describes, I don't think it accurately describes this, this quality of this characteristic. So the term I like to use rather than disempowerment is what I call appeasement. And the reason for that is because that's the behavior this marking indicates. So going back to um, these two markings, the suspended needle and sword, right? So the suspended needle is that single line, which results is a result of anger expressed and punished. So let me expressed and punished. Okay. The disempowerment or appeasement line manifests when somebody violates your boundary. They violate your boundary and you try to stand up for yourself, right? In other words, someone's coming towards you. You say, I don't do that. You're not allowed to do that. That's not, that's not okay. Get back. And they push back harder. In other words, someone tries to approach on your boundary. You push back. They push back even harder. And rather than fight back harder, you say, okay, okay, okay. I'll do what you want. Just, just make it stop. Okay, just, just make, I'll do whatever you want. Anything to keep the peace. Okay, I don't want any trouble. You start, act, you, instead of locking down your energy, you actually flip it. And you, you, you do, you do you, you, and again, you see this more in women than you do men. Um, there's a tendency for females to do what they call tend and befriend. When they can't effectively guard or push back on their boundaries, they will lapse into uh, caregiving or appeasement types behaviors. Now, if, for those of you who see clients and you got somebody who's coming in with a lot of repressed issues, like a lot of trauma, if you see these lines on the face and the lines start at the, um, they don't really start at the inner or outer canthus, like our, like, um, our lost love lines do. These are lines that literally, it's like somebody took an X-Acto or a razor blade and they etched lines in the side of the nose that moved towards the tip, right? You see these lines, there's almost always a history of, of some kind of abuse or appeasement going on below the threshold. These are people who have, tend to have very permeable boundaries. Um, they, will, they will tend to put up token resistance Right, because at the point, at, you know, at the time that these things happened, they didn't have the ability to fight back, or they lacked the courage to fight back effectively, and so they flipped. They went into appeasement mode um, as an alternative to fight, flight, or freeze. Right, um, in uh, in our attraction mastery course, and in um, in soulmate secrets, and to some degree in defense against the dark arts, we talk about the fourth F which is uh, befriend or um, 
So, you know, when people are, are in trouble, they say that you can either fight, you can fight or you can freeze. There's another one that is less talked about, which is um, acquiesce. In other words, they, 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 they tend to befriend. I, I, I can't really, I tried to put it to four Fs, but they, people will automatically become compliant out of fear rather than the three other three Fs. Right. Uh, and so you got to be very careful because a lot of times when there's a history of that uh, domestic abuse, childhood issues, you'll see these markings uh, along the bridge of the nose. Okay. Some other markings you might be interested in looking at or being paying attention to. Well, those are good enough. So let's go ahead and open it up to questions. Um, And I'll take, you know, again, we'll, we'll kind of unpack more things about the face and stuff. Let me look at, let me go to my YouTubers really quick here. Okay, there's a lot of, there's a lot, I don't see a lot of questions. So I'll go back to our, our Zoom room. Any questions? Where are my chatsters here? Hold on a second. All right. What if you have no line between the eyebrows? Well, if you have no line between the eyebrows, Cami, it's usually an indication that you're pretty clear there. In fact, the more space you have, between the eyebrows, you start to exhibit uh, what we call father's blessing. And father's blessing is a marking that, that demonstrates that people have learned how to get along in groups, how to navigate the corporate structure or the corporate hierarchy. Whereas people who have a closer eyebrow, these people are a lot more impatient with the status quo. Uh, they're looking to climb the social or corporate ladder as rapidly as possible. And they, they tend not to care quite as much uh, what the protocols are, what the etiquette is, or who they have to step on to get there. So uh, that's why they call that father's blessing, because people who uh, have a nice wide area between the eye, also the third eye can be open as well. These people tend to be... Uh, do much better in corporations and, and, and large organizations. Um, let's see here. Uh, who's this? Uh, Matthew says, I always look more attractive listening to this. Yes, uh, I always look more attractive listening to others. What you'll find a lot of times, and that's why we always take at the beginning of a face reading class, we take before and after pictures. We take a picture of you before the face reading class starts, and then we take one at the end and we have them compare. What we actually encourage our people to do is take a, a picture of their face every day of the class and notice how this changes, okay? Uh, energy block line is incredibly important to deal with and I'm trying very hard not to sabotage myself, okay? Any other questions? Uh, let's see here. What are five vertical lines? I have no idea. I've never seen five vertical lines. What I have seen, what I have seen a lot of times is people who have these very deep, like almost like trenches, um, in their face. And I, I wanted to ask Lillian, but I never got the chance what that actually means. Um, when you see those kinds of lines, if they're really, really deep, I almost, I almost guess that this person went through a very, very intense, dark emotional period and, uh, and came out of it on the other end. Lost love lines. Can that energy be put into other things or it's simply for the lost thing? You know, it's a really good question. I think if you can find an alternative behavior that lights you up and you're actively seeking to, um, to replace that thing, I think it can make it go away. But you can also resolve it through uh, the therapeutic work that we do, right? You should still endeavor to whatever degree you can to get that thing back. 
um, unless there's some kind of physical injury present that prevents you from doing something, there's almost always a way to recover that. And chances are, and again, getting a little bit more woo-woo, a little bit more metaphysical, if you're, um, if you do have an accident, there's almost always some other lesson you're meant to derive from, from processing that lost love out. Uh, spinning is good for anger. What about freckles and blemishes? Um, freckles is a rule indicate the presence of a higher degree of fire element. The blemish, uh, if it's, if it's well-formed is usually just a healthy, healthy marking. If it's irregularly formed, the borders aren't real clear. It could be the sign of some kind of a lesion or a, a tumor, uh, a cyst of some kind. Um, okay. We already talked about two vertical lines between the eyes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mujaba says, I think those are skin issues and not very representative of underlying traits. Um, I'd have to go back. If you could repost the question, I, I might be able to answer that better for you. What are the diagonal lines between the eyes on the eyebrow mean? I'd have to see it. I mean, are you talking about the the lines on the towards the the, the lateral half, Barbara? No. Okay. Are you talking? I, I'm not sure what what we're talking about. La diagonal lines between the eyes on the eyebrow. I'd have to see it. Uh, are they scars or are they wrinkles? Okay. Wrinkles. Okay. Generally speaking, if they're wrinkles, it's usually indicative of an event that is going to happen or, or did happen uh, at around the age of, I believe it's 30-ish. If I look at my, let me go to my age map real quick. So if you look at the age map here, So if you were seeing wrinkles in this area, okay, if they're past the age of 30, ask if something happened at or around that particular age. If they haven't reached that age yet, chances are it's a generational trauma or a generational uh, event and there, and then it's, and it's going to happen at or around that age. Okay. And this is, this is scarily accurate by the way. Right. So if I see a marking here and the person's in their fifties, I'm going to ask what was going on around the age of 30? What happened to your life? Right. And chances are there's usually a car accident or an emotional trauma or something that correlates within a year of this. Uh, the Chinese actually add, for Chinese years, you actually add a year. For uh, European years, you, you subtract a year because uh, the Chinese figured that it counted the time in the womb as most important process. So I hope that helps. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So the vertical angular lines of the forehead, what if you have more of those in the actual brow? Again, if they're in the brow, 
I'm going back to what I just said earlier, that there are probably events that happen to you that you need to process out that happened at about that time of your life. If you haven't reached that level, that, that time in your life yet, it's indicative of some kind of event that if you don't clear it, you're going to have to deal with at that point. The nice thing about, because the body is a hologram, these markings can change as our consciousness changes and our way we process information changes. Again, it gets kind of woo, but if you look at quantum physics, that's what they're telling us. The entire, every human being to do is vibration, vibrational density and refracted energies, right? So as you change the refractive angle of your vibrations, how you, how you look will change as well, okay? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, start doing that cleanup now. I would unpack and attack that. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's say you're in your early 20s, right? But you have a marking that's in your 30s. If you go back and you apply your somatic search engine concepts, right? Whole unconscious mind always answers first, always answers honestly, always feels like you're making it up, always have an urge to edit what just came up, right? Never loud, never linear. If you understand that and you go to somatic search engine and you ask a question like, there's a feeling, there's a marking that I have, a marking that has everything to do with something that's going to happen to me at the age of 30 or 30-ish. First impression, there's a reason that that feeling exists in my body, a reason that marking exists in my body. Where in my body might the reason I have this marking be stored? First impression, point to where we feel it, reach out and touch it, start unpacking it, right? If you, are, if you can find the services of an actual trained face reader, who also has identity by design techniques, it's even easier because they can guide you through the process. But again, if, if you can see it and you can point to it, you ask the right question, you can change it. So as an alchemical tool, a way of, of personal exploration and self-discovery, everything that we teach in identity by design combined with face feeding gives you some very powerful, very effective real world tools for unpacking your emotional baggage, the stuff you didn't even consciously know that you had and resolving it. Right. If you want the, the understand purple personality behavior, tap into people's secret hot buttons from across the room without having to interact with them. You can just look at their face, know if they're data driven, know if they're gut driven, know if they're pragmatic. Right. Know if they how they respond to authority. People with very big brow bones, very thick, bushy eyes do not do well in the presence of authority. They're very reactive people. People with very strong cheekbones are going to be tend to be on the bossy side. They're going to be very, very picky in the aesthetics of the environment that they're in. People who have very strong jawlines are gonna stand up for what they believe is right. You start combining these traits and you start to extrapolate a profile that allows you to understand who you're dealing with, right? In addition to the emotions, right? See here, what else we got? All right, uh, anybody have any more questions or you guys, what else do you guys wanna know about? Oh, you guys wanna know about compatibility, didn't you? Right, so. How does this actually work? Well, first and foremost, you need to understand um, there's always a there's always a, a challenge between um, nature versus nurture, and opposites attract versus like attracts like. Well, it's funny you should ask that, Matthew. I left a question behind. Are there any techniques to make the face symmetrical? Yes. Unpack your shit, clear up your emotions. As you start to get on your golden path, as you start to balance your sentimental components, which means balancing your anger, your fear, your sadness, your joys, your lost loves, as you start to express the metal, the elements you're deficient in, 
those characters, as your emotional makeup changes, the physiological characteristics will change as well. It's crazy when this happens. I've literally done sessions with people where they spent their entire life being repressed by their family. And as we go through the process in the 90 minute session, we go through the process of clearing up all the crap that they put up with as kids. Halfway through the session, their fucking eyebrow bones just pop out like, like a turkey based or like a turkey that's done. It just boom. All of a sudden at the beginning of the beginning of the training, they had very, you know, you know, very bushy eyebrows, but no brow bone. Halfway through the training, they've got a big brow bone sticking out, right? It's very, very weird. And, and again, the first time I heard this, first time Lillian said this, I called bullshit on a, on a quantum level. And then I actually did a face reading at the first on the first face reading class. And it was literally a before and after picture. They had different faces. Like the faces were different. They put them side by side. And it's like within 90 minutes of each other, same light, same wall, boom, right? But the, if you want your face to become more symmetrical, more towards what the, the Chinese call, or the Taoists call your original face, then you want to balance your elements. You want to get on your golden path. You want to clear up your emotional baggage and, and amplify the behavioral traits and the perspectives and the attitudes that go with it that foster, uh, again, if your energies are symmetrical, your face will be more symmetrical, right? That's, that's the long and short of it. So, but here's the thing, you know, whether you think of this as woo or not, I want to, I just want to share something with you really, really quick, because again, and this goes back to uh, Matthew's question about balancing the five elements, questions about compatibility, uh, things of that nature. Um, I spent a lot of time corroborating and cross-referencing different systems to find the patterns where they connect, where they, where they agree with each other. And I use that as the basis of my systems. Okay. So Matthew says, my jaw is filled out and I have the feeling that using the energy of behavioral traits with yes, uh, you can grow a jaw, you can grow a chin, you can grow brow bones, right? Um, your face very, very much changed. You want to see faces change? Look at a person's face when they first go into boot camp, when they first join the army and when they come back from boot and when they get out of the army and notice the differences in the, in the facial architecture right? You will see dramatic differences because of the effective environment, which brings us back to, you know, which is more important, nature versus nurture? The answer is yes. The new study states about 50-50. 50% of, of what your personality, character, and temperament come, comes from your biology. The other 50% comes from your environment. So, um, and when we look at the hormonal studies, we find this to be true too. So here's the, here's the secret. Certain Facial, now, if the more facial characteristics, this is classical face reading, okay? As opposed to modern face reading. The more facial traits or attributes you have in common with someone, the more sexually or romantically compatible you'll tend to be. So if you have very big, prominent eyebrow bones and your, your partner has very prominent brow bones, you'll tend to get along better. If you have a nose that's very, very similar in size and shape, you'll tend to be more in alignment with them right now the question becomes well how do we how do we find the optimal match right certain personality types which are equivalent to certain elemental types gravitate work best with people who are like themselves certain elemental types this is modern face reading now this is david's approach certain personality types are going to do better with complementary personality types. So let's say, for example, you have someone who is strong in the fire element, okay? 
fire element people tend to do better with fire element people. Whereas people who are more woody, I guess you could say, tend to do better with people who are more watery or more earthy, actually more watery, actually. And, I, and, I, and so how does that actually work? How does, how does that even correlate? Here's what we've discovered. Based on the work of Dr. Helen Fisher, who uh, was the lead researcher for Match.com and Chemistry.com, Dr. Fisher developed the only personality assessment tool based on the predominance and ratios of hormone or hormonal pathways to one another. Okay, air people tend to be metallic. They tend to be a little bit more um, picky. And I'm going to show you how it all correlates. Okay, I'm going to. I'll just finish up with this, right? And again, in uh, in our face reading and trainings that coming up in, in, uh, in February, we'll go over this a little bit more in depth. But this is the chart I came up with. So for those of you who want to make the, the big leap between body chemistry, facial characteristics, yin and yang, Chinese five element theory, and Greek personality types. You guys remember the Greek personality types from Hippocrates? Uh, sanguine, choleric, melancholic, phlegmatic. Direct correlation across the board if you start with the foundation of hormonal pathways. And Dr. Fisher, in her study, in her book, um, Why Him, Why Her, she devotes two pages to the facial characteristics relevant to certain dominance of hormonal pathways. So what I'm sharing with you now, no one's ever done before in terms of correlating it. The science is there. I'm still building it out. But now we know there is, in fact, direct correlations between certain facial characteristics and predominance of hormones, which is analogous from an attribute perspective to the personality types that the East and West have both identified. So this is what it looks like. There we go. Okay, this is just a quick chart that I put together. I, I taught, actually I taught my soulmate secrets class a few couple weeks back, and uh, this is what I taught them. So people who are very strong in dopamine and norepinephrine, these people are known as curious energetic types right? So if you were to take the, the Fisher type indicator, it would show based on the questions you answered a predominance of dopamine and norepinephrine. These people qualify as an explorer type. These are very young. They correspond to the sanguine personality type from the Greek Hippocratic system or the fire element in Chinese, um, Chinese uh, five element theory. People who are more serotonin dominant, we call these social norm compliant. These are very stable people. Uh, we call them builders in the Fisher system. These are very yin type people. They tend to be very melancholic and they, they correspond to the earth and metal categories, right? Now, obviously um, you would need to know what, what qualities correspond to each of these elements. And if you were to see the, uh, see the, the, the characteristics of fire versus dopamine, you would see them, you would see it jump out at you. Uh, Tough-minded people are more testosterone-driven. These would correspond to very woody people or the void or akasha uh, and corresponds to the phlegmatic Greek character type or the wood and metal element. Okay. And you can see if you combine social norm compliant with tough-minded, you would get someone who's very metallic from a Chinese five-element standpoint. Someone who's very um, dopaminergic, someone who you know, is very young, um, they would be a little bit more on the wood side, okay? 
pro-social behavior? Is it estrogenic based? These that we call these negotiators or these are very yin people, very watery people. And these people have a lot of water and earth elements uh, to them. And that's how they correspond, okay? So the way we figured this out was, uh, let me find another, another chart for you. Uh, okay, so this is kind of how it plays out. So sanguine individuals, people who are more in the fire element, Optimistic, impulsive, energetic, loving, they tend to, they tend to do best with other people, other explorers or other people who are fire element. People who are melancholic are builders. They tend to socialize more. They're more, they're more values oriented. Um, very traditional. They tend to be a little bit more rigid in their thinking. These people do better with people who are also um, melancholic or or earth, okay? Phlegmatic individuals, they tend to be a little bit more on the unemotional side. They tend to rationalize a little bit more. Uh, and these people tend to do well with, uh, wood people tend to do really well with other wood people or water people, okay? Choleric individuals, uh, these people tend to be more watery. They tend to do well with woody people or other water people. Um, but actually, uh, wood tends to be a better match based on Fisher's work in terms of personality. So again, I think what you're looking at here um, is a general tendency. Certainly there are, there are um, exceptions to every rule, but that's kind of what uh, my research is leading me towards. And this is what I would consider to be modern face reading. So again, it's very easy to see now um, yin versus yang. You know, these people are, are very, very rigid in their thinking. These people are very, very open in their thinking. These people are very, very tough. These people are very, very gentle, loving, and enfolding like water is, okay? These people are very achievement oriented. These people are very relationship oriented. So you can see how these people would be a very good match. Okay. So questions, oh, we got 16 more things, comments in the chat here. What's the hormonal pathway? Do hormones affect emotions? Yes. So fire energy and blood energy are the same. Yes, in a five-element perspective, yes, they are. So can you manifest these energies or get more of it with things like diet? Yes, you can. Remember, hormonal pathways can change based on lifestyle and temperament, right? If you, and if you get somebody who is very skinny or who very, who's very, you know, very metallic, they're not, they don't have a lot of musculature, and you send them into the gym, you have them lift heavy weights for a long period of time, they will start to get more woody right? Because you're overtaxing the you're putting stress on the system, the body will start to produce what? More testosterone. Therefore, the jaw will start to increase. The brow bones will start to enlarge, right? Um, they'll still, because they're, they're more, if they're more metallic, they'll still have very aquiline features, but those wood aspects that are, that are uh, a byproduct of extra testosterone will start to, to come out, right? And they'll tend to get a little bit more aggressive, Right. So, yeah, everything is. And that's what's cool about this is that if you look at things 
from the hormonal pathway and then cross-correlate it from a behavioral attribute standpoint, there's a consistency here. And I won't tell you all the things I know about the, the four Hippocratic uh, personality types, bucolic, phlegmatic, melancholic, and sanguine, um, but there are direct elemental correspondences there with the, the Greek systems as well. So this is how we look at it. If we look at things in terms of the attributes and correlate them to hormonal pathways, we can get a very clear idea of what, what bonds with light. And the nice thing about Fisher's work is that it's been tested on literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people all over the world. And it's the only personality indicator based on the, the ratio of hormonal pathways in your body. And we can correlate that directly to the five Chinese five element and Greek Hippocratic uh, systems. There's a direct correlation, right? So hopefully that, that helps. All right. Well, that being said, just a quick reminder before we log off, for those of you who are on the fence, for those of you who want to get into our more deeply into the face reading materials, we're offering our special face reading for fun and profit home study course. It's uh, one that it's uh, it starts with a one thousand four hundred ninety-seven dollar value. It's going to include free of charge the Identity by Design Hypnotherapy Home Study Course, valued at one thousand four hundred ninety-seven dollars. We're going to give that to you free. The Vibrational Healing Road Influence and Energy Healing Made Easy Home Study Course, valued at one thousand four hundred ninety-seven dollars. People reading for fun and profit, Body Language Secrets, uh, nine hundred ninety-seven dollar value. We're going to give that to you free. The Lie to Me If You Dare How to Catch a Liar Crash Course, valued at $97. And if, for those of you who sign up before I log off on the webinar, you're going to get uh, the NLP Power Mastermind Ma Practice Mentoring Group pre-trial, valued at uh, $594. Uh, face Reading Level 2, the pre-release version for uh, $1,497 value. We're going to give that to you free. And you're going to get a free VIP ticket to our Face Reading 3-Day Virtual Intensive uh, scheduled for February 23rd. Uh, 23rd, the 25th or 26th, no, 25th, 26th, 27th, my, son, my bad. All you got to do to get yours is go to www.davidsnydernlp.com forward slash face, www.nlppower.com, davidsnydernlp.com forward slash face, uh, or reach out to Stephanie directly at 858-282-4663. And, uh, so once again, physiology leads emotion, Victor Rickens says, yes. Uh, but the nice thing now is we can actually, we actually have a map now that allows us to, uh, to really make some crossroads. Uh, Fortune says, does facial hair mean anything? Uh, it generally amplifies the traits it's covering, generally speaking, okay? Um, what's the Hippocratic equivalent in the hermetic elements? Uh, phlegmatic corresponds to fire. Uh, melancholic corresponds to earth, I believe. Oh, wait. Sanguine is fire. Uh, phlegmatic is wood or uh, would be akasha or air. And then, I, I, hold on, let me go back and look. Hold on a second. Uh, okay, so choleric would be water. Phlegmatic would be um, akasha or air. Melancholic would be akasha or air. I'm sorry, not, not would be mostly metal, earth or metal, earth or air. Um, and then sanguine would be equivalent to fire predominantly. Okay. 
uh, well, expressed anger, which is severely punished. Yeah, okay. All right. Did you guys have fun? Did you learn some stuff? Okay. All right. Well, listen, I want to thank you all for coming out. And uh, in the words of, if we can't start this program yet, how can we start healing journeys so we can join when we can? Uh, reach out to Stephanie, get in on our next uh, self-mastery supercharger program in January. It's probably the best place to start. Or you can always, you can always find uh, useful tidbits on the web, on the websites. Uh, we have a whole podcast library there that you can use. Um, and then we also have uh, a lot of free stuff on our YouTube channel, lots of products for you know, full price on our website. You can always do that. But if you have any questions about where to go or how to get started, reach out to Stephanie at 858-282-4663. And uh, we'll show you how to get going. All right. In the words of the immortal Carol Burnett, I'm so glad we had this time together just to have a laugh or sing a song. Seems we just got started, and before you know it, comes the time we have to say so long. Good night, everybody. Enjoy. If you had a, if you had a good time, please share this video to as many people as you can. Get in on the fun. Go out into the world and do this stuff. Right. Last call for getting your packages. Remember, you can break. You can do one installment of nine ninety seven, or break it up into three easy payments of just three ninety seven. Stephanie is very easy to work with. You have 60 days to give it a shot. If it works, keep it. If not, give us a call. We'll make it right. Thank you for listening to The Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer.